Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're so glad you guys could be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, including our friends at Blog Talk Radio and iHeartRadio. We're glad you all could be with us as well. I am so excited to welcome to our program today, Roy Schwartz. He's not only the co-founder and president of Axios, but also one of the co-authors of a great new book I think all of us can learn something from. The book is called Smart Brain. Brevity, the power of saying more with less. We're going to talk to Roy not only about, of course, the creation of Axios and the success it's had, but also what it was like for him to write this book, to share these lessons, and what he hopes you're able to take away from it as well. Roy, thank you so much for the time today. Really appreciate it. Oh, excited to be here. So it's been great for me to kind of follow uh, Axios over the, the years, Roy, but I want to ask you, I mean, as you are now, of course, discussing this book and talking about the success of Axios, what has it been like for you to look at what you all were able to build and where it is today? Uh, it's, it's been really exciting. So for those who don't know, uh, myself, Jim Banahai, and Mike Allen, we were at Politico. Uh, Jim and Mike founded Politico back in 2007. And in 2016, we decided to leave and create our own publication, Axios, and it took off. And the, the idea behind Axios was that all of us were overwhelmed with news and information. And we had developed a new format called Smart Brevity that helped people get through the news quickly and efficiently. It told you what's new and why it matters. And now in the book, we've basically taken all that we've learned uh, over the last six years. And now we're helping everyone. I think, you know, whether you're a teacher, whether you're uh, leading a, a church, whether you're uh, in corporate America, Written communication and verbal communication is critical. Roy, I so agree. I said that in my review on Amazon that I think regardless of whether you're talking about personal or professional lives, there's so much in this book. And what I really love is the honesty. You guys say, for those who have the hardcover of the book, on page 36, as you were talking about this topic that you all have been now known for when it comes to smart brevity, you begin on that page, on page 36, by confessing the three of you initially sucked at smart brevity. But I love the fact that you say this and why it matters. You said, we struggle with simplicity and brevity, just like you might. But our journey reveals the urgent need for it and the possibilities of success when you reinvent how you talk text, work, and think. And that really does encompass all of our lives. So what was that like for you to kind of have that epiphany, uh, Roy, in your professional life that now, of course, people can apply in all aspects of their lives? Yeah, what started it was uh, we were looking at the data you know, from uh, people reading the news. And this is you know, people who were clicking on an article, deciding to read that article, and then realizing that they only read 250 to 300 words of a thousand word article. And that made us really think about what's going on, what's, what's changed. And I think there's two things that, that have changed and unfortunately they're never gonna go back. So the first is our attention spans have shrunk. And the second is that we're mostly reading on our phones. And so the epiphany was we really need to share information formatted for the phone if it's in written form and uh, think about the fact that most of your audience is gonna read it on a phone. So what does it look like can they see it on one screen? Can they read it quickly and efficiently? Most people won't read something that's longer than one or two screens of their phone. And so Smart Brevity is all about how to format content specifically for that. 
And I love that you you all pull back the curtain on all of this, Roy. And even you know, as you you talk about in the book about in, in the beginning how you all kind of assigned roles and, and kind of what your thoughts were. Uh, on page one seventeen of the hardcover, you all talked about how it was Jim's idea to be able to have just ten items numbered, you know, to give a sense of what mattered as you started your day. And then you know you you all being able to add your insight. But could you have imagined though, going back to twenty seventeen, Roy, that it would become what it has? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, we thought we were going to succeed just because we had built Politico. We'd seen that grow. Uh, We'd taken that international as well. Uh, I I led the the charge to take it to Brussels and and to England. And so, you know, we'd seen uh, our companies grow extremely fast, but Axios really exceeded all of our expectations. It grew so quickly. And uh, of course, recently we were just acquired by Cox Media, and that's been been fantastic. So we're, we're very excited about that. And I love the fact how you're able to describe the atmosphere at Axios. On page 188, Roy, you all say this, Axios is currently a more than 500-person startup with a lively, hyper-ambitious, insanely transparent culture. And that definitely comes through in this book. And again, I want to talk about the the kind of dual aspect for yourself, Roy, because here you have been one of the co-founders of Axios, but also now in co-writing this book, what has it been like for you to see, for one, the respect people have for you in business, but also now the real life skills you all are sharing in a book like this. Well, the, the, it's interesting because remember COVID was in there for two years, so I hardly saw anyone. <laughs> and then we come out of it and we write this book and I'm doing book tours and I'm, I'm signing books. So it's been a real night and day transition. I think my, my hand is a little tired. I probably signed 500 books yesterday uh, alone. Wow. So, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've never written a book before. I've never been an author. And it's exciting to be able to share back these lessons learned and, and know that it's real. You know, know that the, the data is there to back it up, that, that if people apply these, these lessons, apply this format, it's really going to help them get their message across. So uh, that's, that's really uh, fulfilling. And I love the examples that are throughout the book of what – a lot of us do versus how we can be just as impactful. Right. And as the subtitle of the book says, the power of saying more with less. Now, in your, in your profession, as far as, as journalists go, uh, that is not always the easiest thing, and you, you kind of talk about that uh, in, in the book as well. But have you, have you always realized, though, Roy, that people – I know you mentioned about the, the data that you all saw, I was what people would read, but have you always realized that it's not so much about how much you say, it really is about the impact of what you say? Oh, I, I, that's, that's been with us the entire time. Uh, you know, you write these great articles and millions of people click on them, but, but the reality is you usually only have one or two nuggets of new information, and so – Boiling it down to those one or two nuggets is actually, once you uh, get, get over yourself and your own ego in terms of wanting to write and enjoying writing um, and telling a story, but when you get down to it and you understand what people want and your audience first, I think that was the big epiphany is like, we are going to put our audience first and not the needs of myself or other journalists in terms of what they want to write. Um, that made a big difference and it made it much easier and quicker, honestly, to share uh, news and information. And I think that is the the big thing. Uh, I, I, I love the fact, to the point you just made, Roy, uh, going back to page 118 where you were sharing some of Mike's tips and tricks, I want to read a little bit of what it was in point two, which was brevity is confidence. And there you all write, this was hard for Mike like it is for you. 
he felt he had a lot to say and wanted to include it all. But once he flipped his focus to the reader and not himself, everything changed. And I want to talk about that because I think a lot of times we, you know, when it comes to what we say and how it's being presented, a lot of times it is to show people what we know uh, and being able to turn the attention on ourselves. Do you think looking back, again, a part of the success of Axios has been the fact that it was about the reader, thinking about the reader's time, what was of interest to them, and making sure they had the value that was needed? So uh, absolutely, and in fact, we ask our journalists, and it's, it's a tip in the book, you probably read it, we ask you to tape a picture of an actual person that you know is in your audience. So if you're a reporter, that's pretty easy because it's usually someone who's a source and you know is reading your content. Um, but if you're a teacher or if you run a church, like, taking a picture of an actual person and putting it there so that you know that when you're communicating – this is what you're trying to – this is the person you're trying to reach, and this is the information you're trying to share. It makes a huge difference. It, it does make you respect their time um, and the, the context that they may already have. Uh, as you were just talking about having signed 500 books, which is great because I know that everyone that is, is picking up the book and reading the book will find value in it. I want to talk about the wow moment for you then, uh, Roy, as we wrap up here, because, again, thinking about the success, you mentioned, of course, uh, everything going on with Cox this year, and now having written your first book, are you still a person who's enjoying those wow moments? Uh, I do my best. Uh, I think life comes at you really fast, and before you know it, the moment uh, to celebrate is past, and you're on to the next thing, but but I try my best, and our co-founders, uh, Jim and Mike, we, the three of us, when we talk, we try and say, hey, take a breath. Like, this is really exciting. This is something we should celebrate, and uh, we should soak it in. Yeah. Well, it definitely is worth celebrating. Again, everyone, Roy Schwartz has been our guest, one of the co-founders and the president of Axios, and one of the co-authors of the new book, Smart Brevity, The Power of Saying More with Less. It is available through our friends at Amazon.com or through your favorite local bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. And, Roy, thank you so much again for the time. Really do appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. And let's go make today amazing. Take care. <laughs>